Welcome, folks, to the Goose Gossip Podcast. I'm your host, Levi Gerke. Thank you for tuning in. I have on a lot of great guests that come on to the show. Also have an Instagram and Facebook. Just look up the Goose Gossip Podcast. Helps you stay updated with new guest speakers as well as some great content. This podcast is brought to you by the following. Molt Gear. For 16 years, Molt Gear has been bringing the hunt hard, hunt alive philosophy with their lineup of calls, instructional material, and apparel. Each call is tuned by the owner of three-time World Live Goose Calling Champion Scott Trinan, based in the heart of Goose Country, Rochester, Minnesota. Check them out at www.moltgear.com. Dakota Decoy Company, established in 2007. Dakota Decoy Company has built and grown the company to offer a full lineup of top-quality decoys, blinds, and accessories that you, the demanding hunter, not only expects, but deserves. Located in Vermilion, South Dakota, along the Missouri River. Or check them out on www.dakotadecoy.com. Premium gunning decoys for demanding hunters. Mallard Bay is an Airbnb-style marketplace for discovering and booking guided hunting and fishing adventures. The Mallard Bay platform was built by sportsmen for sportsmen, and their mission is to help expand access to affordable and successful hunting by connecting you with verified outfitters across the U.S. You can browse trips and prices by state or species, select the dates you'd like to go, message outfitters, and make your deposit with a credit card. Fastest and easiest way to book a guided trip with a verified outfitter, go to www.mallardbay.com. Other guys, outfitters, home to one of the biggest concentrations of waterfowl in the United States. Great people, great hunting. Reach out to them on their Instagram and message them to book your hunt now or you will not want to miss out on their hunts next year. Bourbon Media prides themselves in being the leader in all things digital marketing for the outdoors industry. Websites, social media management, paid advertising, SEO, logo and design, and content creations. Focus more on your business and let the professionals at Bourbon Media increase your company's digital profits. Contact them on Instagram or Facebook at Bourbon Media or reach out to them on their website at bourbon-media.com. Webfoot Waterfowl Co., the most comfortable and trustworthy lanyards you can buy. Many options available from color to size. Head over to their website, www.webfootwaterfowl.com. As well, you can find them on Instagram. Go check out their product. I have several of their lanyards. Love every single one I have. K2 Coolers, established in 2011 with a commitment to design a quality cooler that would give years of reliable service at very affordable prices. Located in Broussard, Louisiana, check them out at www.k2-coolers. When you think of K2 coolers, think real value, real cold. Big thank you out to all my listeners for enjoying this podcast as much as I do. It is great hearing from all the great feedback from all my listeners. Sit back and enjoy this episode. back folks to another episode of the goose gossip podcast this one means the best to me and to all my viewers as well this is the hundredth let me rephrase that this is the hundredth episode it's been a long time coming it's been actually pretty fast paced getting to this point and we're starting off with the person that i did the first episode ever my best friend drew kaiser drew 
my boy, my man, my best friend for who knows how long, maybe like what, half a month or something like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, not too long. <laughs> no, not too long. <laughs> or you, you're in lovely Mitchell, South Dakota, or hometown. How, how is it treating you over there? Oh, you know, it's, it's Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot, not a lot to do. Did you guys get some rain over there? We, we were having some spit and sputters over here. Yeah, for the most part, it was, it was raining off and on throughout the day, but uh, we've gotten a lot of rain this year, which is, which is pretty good. Dude, how was the, how was the tournament? The little, uh, little walleye tournament. You, you guys, you guys ended up with fourth, but you guys give it your yeah. all. It was, it was a good time. The fishing was tough fishing was real tough i mean we we couldn't pattern the fish hardly at all we'd go to one spot you know pick one up here go across river okay we might pick up two there and then you know go down another two three four miles and pick up one or two there so we couldn't really pick up a a consistent pattern throughout the week so it kind of made it for some tough fishing for us bet you you wish i bet you wish you had the fish that you had up in Pollock, huh Oh man, <laughs> golly, be game over. We, I mean, we only lost by a pound, but oh. hey, a pound pounds quite a bit when it comes to fishing. It does because so. you guys can enter your six fish into that one, right? Uh, eight. Oh, eight. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. makes sense, I guess. How was the, how was the Friday night sh- shoreway? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know how it goes. <laughs> it's always a party. <laughs> I, I was doing the fish fry this year. Were I had you? your brother helping me out. Yeah. Well, Jared was yeah. probably chefing it up, huh? Yeah, we, we had him running potatoes. Oh, yeah. Keep him away from the fish. He does not need to touch <laughs> the fish. <now. laughs> he was running potatoes. He was doing good. good no, it's, it was a good time, you know. Uh, Calcutta, we ended up spending some money. Oh, okay. You know, when I first started this tournament, my team would only go for like 20 bucks. Right. And we ended up dropping $200 on my goddamn team at the Calcutta. Oh no! Who did uh, somebody bet on the Calcutta for the winner, and they come out pretty good? Or oh yeah, the winner of the Calcutta won seven hundred bucks. I mean, which doesn't really? seem like it's a lot of money right. compared to a lot of other Calcuttas and tournaments. But I mean, shit, there was only fifteen boats fishing in this one. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot smaller of a turnout than it normally is. But is it getting smaller and smaller every year? Well, I just think the gas prices had a lot to do with the people not wanting to get out and go do it. Yeah, I remember that, you. And I mean, it, Lake Sharp is awesome, but Fort Thompson, you know, and I don't mean any disrespects, kind of getting <laughs> bad, you know. Did you guys get anything stolen this year? No, we stayed down below. You did stay so down below. You guys paid yeah. for sites and everything, huh? Yeah, everybody there stayed down below this year. We were tired of pissing with it. So Really? And I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were the third boat in, and I mean, there was two pickups in the parking lot. This would have been Thursday morning. We pulled in. We were the third boat there, uh, and we get in there, and there was a van, <laughs> and I don't know if we were just showed up just after they got done trying to steal shit or... I don't, they might not even have been stealing shit, but I don't know. Personal experiences tell me they're probably stealing shit. So, so you guys still landed up on top then? Yep. Yep. Same boat dock, uh, North Shore. Gotcha. Boat gotcha. Dock, boat dock. What'd your dad, but, uh, what'd your dad's place then? He got second and he was only like an ounce and a half heavier than I was. Oh, really? So yeah. You... And we got fourth and then the guy was a half ounce heavier than me that got third. So, I mean, it was, 
<laughs> Second and fourth were all tight weights. Did they do the whole smallmouth bass fishing tournament on the... Yeah, so they they did it differently this year, which is kind of weird. This year was the first year that they did the bass and the walleye the same day at the same time. Oh, okay. Which was kind of weird, but uh, I'm not... I think they did that to try to get more people to join the bass tournament. Okay. So... Yep. Which that but, lake is... Uh, that lake holds, like, some amazing smallmouth, like, like amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were actually pitching jigs on a pretty deep point, and uh, me and Kevin both ended up catching 20-inch smallmouth bass. Did you guys weigh them in then? <laughs> no, that was – this oh. was pre-fishing. Oh. We, didn't, we didn't do the bass tournament. We just – you know, you know what? Screw it. We're just – we just get stressed <laughs> out enough with the walleye fishing. Yeah. We don't need to add that extra stress. Were you guys on the flat fishing again this year, or – no, we were all over, all over. We couldn't get a program down like years past. Weather was um, weather was not beating you guys up either Thursday, Friday. No, weather weather was perfect. I mean, a little rain, like a little sprinkle here and there wasn't terrible, but compared to last year when it was 100 degrees out, you know, and you were just dead after you got off the boat. Right. I don't know. You can't beat the 75 degrees. I'll never. And no wind, you know, you can't beat that. The no wind sucks, but you can't beat the temp. Yeah, exactly. I, I'll never forget, you know, Kevin, he, he just, he just, he's a nitpicker. And we were sitting there on, you know, my dad's boat and Jared and he's, he's Jared always just, he's, he, he takes his shit serious, but very lovable yeah, guy. You know? But mm-hmm. we're, we're sitting there pulling plugs and Kevin passes, Kevin passes us and, and he said, Jared, take a deep breath. <laughs> Jared, Jared, if anybody knew Kevin, they would they would know. And Jared just instantly got even more pissed off because Kevin's laugh yeah, is just he like. Just, he couldn't help himself, you know, during that. I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I should have known better. He's going to, when it, when the opportunity comes, he's going to say, it. that's just Kevin. Was Jared fishing over by you guys at all? Uh, we didn't see him too much. Uh, I think. I want to say he was out in front of Lower Brule, but I'm not sure. I, I mean, you know how it goes. We were yeah. tournament fishing, and everybody's being all secretive. But at the same <laughs> time, everybody wants the other person to tell them their secrets. You know exactly. You know yeah. Well, I seen that you were waiting for Jared at the boat dock pre-fishing day or whatever. So Friday, so Thursday night when they got there, uh, they were over there setting up camp. Jared and Andrew. So me and Kevin walked over and. We had a we had a mixed drink and then we had a six pack of beer along with us. So we sat there and we were shooting the shit and talking shit. And then we we just we just had a little friendly tournament oh. on Friday. Oh no, and kidding! We couldn't get them to talk. We couldn't get them talked into doing it. So we're like, all right, fine. First person to wait or first person to Snapchat the other with a limit of fish first wins forty bucks. Yeah, and they're like, "All right, fine, let's do it." So Jared and Chenoweth got us by about five minutes. Oh, shoot. on Friday. So, but they were late to f- take off. So that's why I sent that snap waiting on Jared at Bodoc. <laughs> so they, so they absolutely whooped your ass in that part, huh? Yeah, I mean they didn't. So if we would have done it by weight, we would have clobbered them. But right. first, because it was weird. But live baiters were catching their fish. They were catching a lot of fish, but they were all smaller fish. Like, right. whereas when we were pulling plugs, I mean, on tournament day, 
our second spot we went to, we picked up three overs in 15 minutes on our second spot of the day, second pass of the day. Wow. See, yeah, and I mean, that's that's Lake Sharp for me in the past. We haven't been able to do that ever. Right. You know? And those Lake Sharp fish are almost getting healthier by the years go on, too. It seems like the this bait... year, yeah, last year for sure. Last year, last year they were fat, thick. This year they're not as fat, but they're still healthy fish. Right. Like a good, like, 18-inch fish is like that pound, two-pound, you know, type of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. When before, like, even five years ago or whatever, you fuck, you were lucky to catch a, a full pounder because people were bringing in, like, what, like, total of 10-pound weight type weigh-in, and it was just disgusting of, like, how skinny those first fish were. That, a couple of years ago, that, I don't know, that year class, it was like 15s, 16s, 17s. That year class of fish was just so thick in that river. It was crazy. And that's all you'd catch and they weren't they weren't fat. They were mm-hmm. just little torpedoes. It's weird. We're gonna take a turn but of yeah. a, we're gonna take a turn of events here and go back to fucking day one of hunting, okay? All right. What okay, this season for us was I, I it seems we say it every year, but it seems like this year was top notch again. And like you said it in the past, or it's like we just keep learning more and we just keep attacking more because we're not we're not the type of guys where it's like, yeah, we know everything. We're the best there ever is, you know? And it's just like no. every year we just like, like you, I think you even said where it's like our best year. Shit, that's a shit stamp to somebody else's, you know? Oh, by far. But for us, I mean, there was a lot of years where that we spent going out goose hunting and ending up not shooting a damn goose because the right. geese landed 200 yards out in front of us. I mean, we just learned a lot and got our asses handed to us a lot, you know, and then we started picking up on small certain things. And I mean, we've gotten better. That's for sure. We, Efficient. We didn't zero out this year at all. The closest we were to zeroing out is the the hunt where the, um, where the spray plane. Jeremy. No, the spray plane hunt. Number we were about to pack up. Oh, yeah, 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 yep. And yep. when Dan and I forgot who else walked back, I think Red maybe, no. And we had that pair come in, and I, and I doubled up. Yeah. Because you couldn't hit the broad I, side of a barn. I couldn't. I was just pissed <laughs> off because I found this field, and it was. I thought it was about to be our first zero of the year. That was sad, and you and you were kind of upset because it was it, it was your field, and you're like, boys, they could go either way, and I'm like, dude, we we got nothing else. Let's fucking set up in this field, and we got screwed by the spray plane. We got screwed by the weather. Yeah, that was a first. Yeah, because those geese were, you know, they were doing the doing their kind of path, and then they just got cut off by that spray plane, you know, and it's stuff like yeah. that where you 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 can't be upset because he was literally swooping in where they were getting off in their path and the whole time, you know? And I'm like, yeah. of all things that you prep yourself for, you can't prep for that. Cause we hear, we heard them coming and we're like, Oh shit. And then we're like, what was weird about that field is, is those geese were using like two or three different fields at that time. They definitely were. And, and then, then that night before I seen him going into that cornfield and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Screw it. But that was like the only one we could have got permission for. So, I mean, we had to try it. Didn't the day before we were running around with our heads cut off like chickens and we stopped in that driveway and then them them hot younger gals and that mom swung through and we were trying to get permission for the field behind yeah. their house? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But hey, we, we, you know, you know, we had one of our greatest hunts, you know, 
shooting 88 birds or some shit and <laughs> we could have shot our nine man of 15 birds per person but we just told everybody and we asked everybody like you guys good like I, i'm like <laughs> i've never came to the point where it's like you guys good shooting birds like i've never got to that point where it's like okay i know we're not at our limit but like this is enough fun and it's 11 o'clock and we've been shooting since nine <laughs> yeah that was pretty incredible it was just you know, a flock of geese would come in, float in every 10, 15 minutes. Just gave you enough time to, you know, chill out and regroup. That was a pretty amazing hunt. But, yeah, like you said, it got to the point where, like, we're looking at 80 geese, and it's like, dude, I don't want to clean any more geese. <laughs> yeah, because It we, takes long enough, you It know? does. It really does. Thank God for yeah. Austin Adolf for, you know, his, his stepdad having the, the burn pit that we could throw those at, you know? Yeah, the carcasses, yeah, because trying to, you know, going out to the dump, <sighs> taking the carcasses out to the dump isn't bad, but it's so far out of the way, <laughs> I and it was nice, because on the way home, yep, it was. The- he has that pit, and it's like, fuck yeah, and then we can just take the breasts and the Mitchell, clean them up, bag them up, and then we're done, don't have to worry about carcasses. I'll never forget that day, me taking, was it 48 or whatever, to the landfill, and the big payloader guy's like, no, nah, come to the back, because <laughs> there was a whole bunch <laughs> yeah. of families dumping stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, you, come to the back. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he pulled up to me, he's like, you the one with 48 dead geese? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why? And he's like, let's take them to the back, because there's a whole family. And there was, there's kids and everything, and he's like, I just don't want you yanking out one fucking goose at a time in front of these kids. Uh, which I, I understand, but it was so comical how he just ran up to me and obviously a pickup, you know, that thing was plum uh, full. That thing was plum. That was funny. from opener too. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So through the times of you seeing me do this whole podcast thing, I mean, like from the, from the outside, even though it was being a best friend, I mean, what have you seen, you know, over the whole spectrum of like a hundred episodes? I mean, what do you see out of it? Um, you're gaining a lot more friendships, you know, and getting out to go explore and do what you actually like to do, you know, getting out and talking to new people, meeting new people. That's your thing. That's what you love to do. So, I mean, it's pretty cool to see, you know, from where it started to where it's at now. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible. It's cool to see. And I mean, I'm like, I've told you before, I am very happy for you. It's really cool. I appreciate it. It's it's taking you to a lot of places, and it's kind of cool to sit back and watch it happen. Hey, I took you to, well, I brought you along with the Kansas one. You know, I've invited you, what, about 90% oh, yeah. of on all the trips except, oh, for yeah. the, except for the Texas one. And sometimes, you or some, you know, you've got your own life. You know, you got a fiancé yep. and stuff. So, you you know, I invite you on all this stuff, and it's like, yeah, dude, I, I just can't go in it. And it, and it, and it <laughs> as much it. as I want to, yeah. you know, just sometimes life calls, and I just, I can't, I can't make it. Exactly. But yeah, the, it's completely put, grateful for it. Absolutely. And it's taken a toll on our friendship as well. Not like, like demeanored it, but at the same time, like the last time that we've hung out, hung out for an entire weekend, I just looked it up on my phone because I was talking to Graham about it. And it was January 15th when we did the coyote hunt on your birthday. Yeah. That's the yeah. last time that we've like hung out, hung out, you know? Yeah. And I mean, life gets busy, you know, people are busy. Right, I understand. I, know, but... I get it. It don't bother me. You know, I've always been like that though. Exactly. But I mean, we used to be the friend, friend, you know, the friendship of where we almost hung out every weekend and it's like, Oh yeah. Then you start something and it starts taking you somewhere, but then it just, 
it devises you from what you, you know, you always had in your hands. And, you know, when you have the friends that don't care like yourself, it just, it helps a lot more because it's not losing a friendship. It's like, it's still there. It's like, you, you actually like have a lot more respect out of it too, you know? Yeah. I mean, I could see it or not see it for six months and we hang out one day and going to pick up right where we left off. I mean, that's just I how you, I am. You yeah. Know? I bet you, you like the little vacation away from my fucking dumbass, huh? Yeah, I mean, that helps. I mean, it really does help not seeing you all the time. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we need to just like, every, just like, let's keep it at this two months, two months spurt. How about, what about that, man? <laughs> hey, Levi, you're coming around too much, buddy. Yeah, yeah, stay away. Go on some more trips. Get the fuck away, bud. Oh, shit, that's funny. Um, yeah, I really don't know where to take this, so we're just gonna run with it. But I mean, I mean, what's some of like the basic biggest excitement out of like you getting on the podcast? Because obviously, like you've been on, you know, episode one. Um, we did the coyote one not recently or not shortly after, like episode one. Um, we did um, some round tables, and then we did the Austin and Adol one, or sorry, Austin Adol yeah. and you. And then, God damn it, I think there was another I've been on one. about six, seven of them. And then Kelly yep, and Mason. The, yep, Kelly and Mason, yep. Um, yeah. I mean, for yourself, I mean, what's it like being on the podcast? Is it, I mean, I don't, do, don't like, favor me. Like, what's your interpretation of, like, how I run it and stuff like that, too? I mean, with the 100th episode, I just kind of, like, want to devise on your outlook at it as even just a person that's been probably listening to it, too. I, I You don't listen to it. You probably only fucking don't care about it. Yeah, dude, I only listen to the episodes I'm on, man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I listen to them. Yeah. But, I mean, me, how do I feel about me coming on? Like, I enjoy the hell out of it, and I enjoy it. Like, I've even met new people, like, through your podcast, you know, going to getting to go to places and do a podcast with you when you ask me to come with and do a roundtable or, you know, just meeting new people and talking about shit that I've you know, you and I both love to do. And as far as like how you've been running it, I mean, I'd say you've been running it well, you've been doing great. I mean, it's gotten you how many, you know, you got a lot of partnerships with people that you probably would have never thought you would have. No, you know what I mean? I'd, I never would have thought, you know, Dakota decoys, mold gear, K2, I could list them all, you know, they're all just great partnerships. And it's just, everybody asks me, like, how'd you get them? How'd you get them? And I tell them, I'm like, I, th I think a lot of it is, is that they've seen the person that I was and how I held myself. And it wasn't, you know, how I sold myself, like, physically on the phone conversation. It was, you know, like, Dakota Decoys, great fellas, you know, Bill and yep. Bill and Andrew. Like, you know, they, I, 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 I'm blessed that I grew up in South Dakota. You know, it, it's a perfect matchup for them that I grew up in the Dakotas. I've always, you know, hunted in, hunted in the Dakotas and, until I started this whole, like, industry um, theme run. But then it's, like, same thing with Mold Gear. Scott has always listened to my podcast before I even knew it. And it's just one of those deals where I grew the balls and called the guy, you know? And yeah. it's, it's, it's a blessing. And it's, like, but it, a lot of it is, is, like, a lot of work, like, People don't understand, like, I just worked a 12-hour day. It's, it's another full-time job, for sure. And, and, and that's what people don't understand. They, they, they message me, and they go, hey, I love what you guys got going on. And it, and it kind of, like, hurts me, in a sense. And they don't know. They think there's, they think when they see, like, a, 
a podcast or any kind of small business running, they think that there's multiple people that are a part of it, you know? And there is a lot yeah. of podcasts with like co-hosts and things like that. And I, I think from the start, I told you, I was like, I just don't want that. You know, I kind of want it just to yeah. be selfishly saying that it's mine, but at the same time, I wanted everything to just kind of run my own way. So like people don't understand every time that there's something that's posted goose gossip wise or whatever, there ain't another fucking soul that's touching it. And like, that's only me. So there's, there's a lot of work that goes into it. So. Yeah. No, no, I, I completely understand that part of it. I could see that. I'm so happy. I stopped at the fucking holiday and grabbed a six pack of cures. Yeah. I got a couple bushies left over in the fridge. I know I got some in my K2 in the back of my truck, but I haven't had ice in those in, I don't know, at least seven or seven or eight days. So I, I didn't trust that. Hopefully they're still good for next weekend when I go to Kansas. Hopefully my pick, did I tell you my pickups broke down? No. Yeah. So I tried, I, I laid low this weekend cause I was going to go out West to a branding. Like I texted you cause yeah. we, we had plans to do it in person on Sunday, you know, but, uh, mm-hmm. Um, got off work on, on Friday, just beat to hell. You know, I've been running like crazy and slept in, woke up Saturday morning and I was like, fuck, I'm going to go get some Taco John's breakfast. Cause I'm fuck. I love Taco John's breakfast. Pick up just on the way back, just f- check engine light starts flashing and pick up, just starts stuttering. Like it's hitting a whole bunch of rumblers and I'm like, and then it went away and I'm like, oh fuck, it's just maybe because it's low on fuel. <laughs> I don't know, you know. I'm mechanically inclined, but I was just trying to fucking not think of the worst. Then I go to yeah. try, try to go get my food from Wingstop. <laughs> and the cocksucker started doing it again. And I'm like, uh-oh. And I'm supposed to go to Kansas, which is a 14-hour round trip drive. And I'm like, so, yeah, they, they got to look at it on tomorrow morning. And so, fuck, I don't know. Hopefully they get it Yikes. figured out. Yeah. And I got to leave Friday morning. So I and they're not doing loaner vehicles because of all these shortages. Yeah. You going down to see Graham? You see Graham? He's his dad runs this thing called Cabo, okay? Um the backstory is is that his favorite singer of all time was like a eighties um like old rock like kind of like singer, you know? And yeah. he used to sell this tequila that was called Cabo or some stuff. And then he sold it out and then he bought it back or something. I don't know, the whole spiel. But he loved it so much, the tequila and the whatever. And then he's like, he started this like yearly annual. I think this is like the third annual event. And they've called it Cabo now. So I'm going down there. Mm. Obviously, you know, I go everywhere with my camera now. So I told him, I was like, fuck, I'll film the thing. And Graham told his dad that. And his dad is just like freaking out. (laughs) Really? That's badass. Right? Yeah. And so hopefully I get to go down there. I yank an Alex's speaker down there, the big boom box and bring the cast gear down there. Maybe do a cast in the backyard or something like that. And <laughs> that would be awesome. Wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be fun. Playing beer darts. I mean, playing, uh, never mind. playing beer darts and doing a cast. Beer dart. That would be hilarious. I uh, dude, I'd cheese out. No, there's no, yeah, maybe, uh, I don't know that you could do it. Oh, fuck. Go live. Get her done. Get her done. If a dart ends up in the mic, don't worry about it. <laughs> They yeah. make more. They make, <laughs> yeah, make more of fucking $100 bills. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, have you been golfing yet this year? No, dude, I was going to go this last weekend and I just, dude, I slept in like a son of a bitch. And I, dude, bad. Like, I took so many naps. But I, we, we, that's what we need to do. Okay. We, whenever I, 
we could probably do it next weekend because I don't have anything planned for next weekend. That's what we do is we go golf on Saturday and Sunday and we get a ride to the golf course and we start drinking drew and we just have fun, dude. We don't care about the, you know, I suck at golf, but I've gotten a little bit better, but now like coming back into it, you know, swinging on that green turf at at great shots doesn't really teach you much or top golf. It it just doesn't. No, especially when you're slamming beers, drinking more beers than you're hitting balls. You know, that just, (laughs) you ain't learning nothing. No, you're not. (laughs) I always, I used to get upset, you know, playing golf with you, but it's like, Where'd you hit yours? All right, I'm going to plop my down right here. <laughs> I always just go to Walmart yeah. and get the cheapest golf balls and just, oh, I went into the trees over there. That's I'll just even it out on the fairway, drop a new one. Yeah, Kylie's grandpa, he works out at Wild Oak. So he'll pick up golf balls while he's working. He actually just gave me a, a five-gallon bucket full and then an ice cream fit, pail full of golf balls. How much for a so dozen I- each of those, huh? nothing okay. for free damn okay cool we damn i'll be golfing like a motherfucker then <laughs> i'll fill you up fill me up hey, hey, dude have you gone out golfing that's the real fucking question man oh yeah you have uh, oh i seen I've that had, actually i don't know like four weeks of league so far yeah how is the league's going you guys you got a good partner this year same partner or? jeremy jeremy He's still my partner oh yeah. yeah jeremy's a good golfer yeah He's, if he can, uh, you know, usually one, one hole around, he'll have that 10, 12 spot, you know, <laughs> if he could get rid of that, then yeah. Is he... No, I wish I could putt as good as him. <laughs> He's I... a damn good putter. So you remember that one damn fish, like that high, that high hole, I think it was hole number five or whatever, dude, I couldn't see that ball straight. There was like four balls when I went up to the tee box and I was, and I just swung as hard as I can. It was the straightest shot I've ever hit. And I was, I was cheesing out so bad. <laughs> yeah, you were drunk five holes into a nine-hole tournament, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did do a tournament. It was 4th of July. Was it 4th yeah. of July? Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was bad. It wasn't even fucking 10 o'clock in the morning yet. <laughs> no, and we still had to go on the boat and everything. I think yeah. I wrote it out, though. Yeah. <laughs> Looked like you that said. Looked like you had a whore not too long ago. You you let one rip out in the parking lot, huh? What's that? You let one rip out in the parking lot. Drank too much, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Friday morning, woke up not feeling the best. Kevin <laughs> was back putting the plug in, taking the straps off the boat, and I was sitting beside the truck just puking my fucking guts out. <laughs> <laughs> Too too many peach crowns the night before. Yeah, but you, after that, I was ready to go, and I was manning the rods, getting shit ready that, to go. So That is one of the things that I will never understand about you. And that one day, the Jared Gerke, you and I hunt, and you were crisscross applesauce in your walk-in closet, <laughs> and I walked in, you're like, I need time. And I'm like, what? And you're like, dude, I just puked. And I'm like, okay. And I walked out to my truck. Then you come out, you pass out, and... Fucking go set up the stuff, and you're still passed out. I remember you had your sick of vest inverted so that your <laughs> so the chest part was like on your belly or whatever. Or sorry, no, your back part was towards your chest and everything. And then Jared's like, "That guy needs to help," and I'm he's like, Jared, "Drew needs to help." I'm like, "Fuck, dude, no, leave him alone." And then we get out, and you're like, "Are we to the field?" And I'm like, "Dude, the decoys are set and everything." And I I don't remember if you puked again or something like that, but. It was like a light switch. Boom. You were 
you you were like a different man and i was like how do you go from just piss fucking like blacked out and then just ready to rock and roll like nothing's ever hit yeah i don't know it's weird but it that's what happens sometimes you know sometimes you just gotta throw up a couple times and it'll be all right <laughs> you know throw oh, up a couple times slam a water and you're good to go yeah no i how, dude, I have woke you up for hunting. And you you know, you wake up for hunts yourself, but there is a lot of times where I got to come in and wake you up. I'll never forget <laughs> yeah. the day where I walked in I, your new apartment at the time. I walk, Kevin's like, go wake him up, go wake him up. I'm like, why don't you wake him up? You've been here for fucking 10 minutes and whatever, you know? So I go to the back and I start knocking on the glass and I get a flashlight and I start flashlighting and I thought it was your fiance, Kylie. And I'm just beating on this glass and just flashing this bright light into this, what I thought was Kylie. We'll get to that. Go to your window and just start banging on that and then flash your light. And I'll never forget, your head was facing right towards the window. Thank the Lord. And you open your eyes and I'm like, and then your hand just arouses from the fucking blankets. And then you flip me off and then close your eyes. And I'm like, dude, are you fucking serious? Uh, yeah and then you got up but i think it was later that day i was like told you a story i was like dude i was beating on the fucking window trying to wake up kylie and you're like wait the sliding glass door it's like yeah and you're like dude that's kylie's friend and i was like oh fuck dude trying to wake up some random girl i guess and she said she never woke up huh no she didn't it's a good thing my friends like hunting with me because you know, after a long night of drinking whiskeys, I have a tough time waking up. You do. Because when you lived at your parents' house, which is, fuck, eight years ago or whatever, you know, and, and I'll never forget the day that I was down there trying to wake you up and your dad, your mom first comes out and is like, Drew, your friend is here to go hunting. And nothing, nothing. And then your dad. Drew, and then boom, you were up like a rocket. And I was like, what the fuck? From the staircase, like 50 feet away. And I'm like, and you were up like a motherfucker. You must have been. PTSD. Yeah. PTSD. Yeah, dude. I'm still scared so of your dad to this day. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, guy, yeah. that guy could skyrocket me across a fucking parking lot if he wanted to with one thumb. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I like first started ducking goose hunting, I wouldn't sleep all night because I was worried about not waking up and you guys saying, fuck that guy, we're going hunting. So there, I would like not sleep until I got home after the duck or goose hunt. And then I'd sleep for five, six hours, wake up and go scouting again. And then I'd just stay up all night. Mm -hmm. And then come Sunday after the hunt, I would just sleep all day long and then be ready to go to work by Monday. Dude, your first hunt, I mean, we won't correlate what what happened, but I mean, I'll never get a kick out of you. You're like, hey, it's not as good as coyote hunting. It's not as good as coyote hunting. And then, and then I'll never forget the teal were swinging over us because that's when I first started like just even duck hunting, you know. And the teal were just, and you're like, what the fuck was that? And I'm like, dude, those are ducks. And you're like, oh god, dude. And we crushed the teal that day. Yeah, that sound right there is what got me hooked to waterfall hunting. Oh, gosh, it is. There was like thirty pack of teal just fucking jet streamed over your head at ten yards. That shits. There's nothing like it. I think I've brought this up to you before. Do you ever think there's a time where it's like, 
we should go to that point and just try to duck hunt it one day. Where, <laughs> but it's like, what day would you go there when there's stacked geese everywhere? You know, like you would want to relive where you first started, but it's just like, like there's just so many better opportunities. But like, is there a mindset where it's like, God, there's got to be a, there's got to be a reason why, like, I should go back to where I started. You know. I mean, yeah, I would definitely, <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever go back to where my first duck count was right. just because every time you took a step, you'd sink down in the mud up to your knees and just, you know, I ain't about that shit anymore. When's the, <laughs> I think the only time that we, the last time that we put waders on hunting wise, I think was like flooded corn, you know, natural flooded corn. Don't everybody that lists, this is not fucking our flooded corn that we personally flood. This is natural no. flooded corn because we don't yeah. we don't have the money or time or land to do that. <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. But we're gonna find the natural shit. Oh, you think- yeah, that would be the last time. And you know what? We haven't had ducks around here since that. Since, yeah. Like we had so much standing water around in like a. 20 mile radius of Mitchell. We had so much standing water all around us that anywhere you wanted to go to shoot a limit of just greenies, you could go anywhere. Just point on the finger on the map and you're probably going to kill some greenheads. There. We had like, you know, five holes, wasn't it? Five holes or six holes or less than that, that we could just, I think it was like three different corn holes. Yeah. Okay, three. And then there's one bean field. Dude, we got to touch base with the, the double banded duck. <laughs> yeah. That was that year. That I mean, yeah, we shot a shitload of greenheads that year, <laughs> and I don't know. The one morning we wake up and it's a goddamn blizzard and you can't see. We get lost on the way there, and it's like we've been to the same spot. I don't know how many times. Probably the day before we were in it, actually. Yeah, and we I got get lost. lost going there the next morning. That's how bad the snow was. And we finally pulled up and we go out, set up decoys. We didn't even need to set up decoys, but we did it anyways. And the first, it was a pair, it was a a Drake and a Hen Mallard. And they come down at 20 yards and shot the Drake and let the Hen go. And then walk up to the Drake and sure shit, $100 reward band, double band. That was awesome. I'll never forget that. Yeah, and from that point on, we're like, we're shooting green only. And it, and, it, and it was a greedy thing of like just for the picture, but it was like this is a once in a lifetime thing. And dude, it had to have been miserably cold that day, but it felt dude, we were all in t shirts and just the waiters. If I don't, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, because there is a picture of dude, me. My hands get, you know how my hands are. Mm-hmm. My hands suck. Like I'll, once they get a little bit cold, like they are screwed. My hands are screwed. Can't feel them, can't move them, but. I, I, there's pictures of me not wearing gloves and I just remember me not giving a shit. Dude. And I usually always have a pair of gloves on. And I, I tell that story to people and they're like, that's so cool. Dude, there's a picture of my truck behind is flooded corn and my pickup is caked in snow. We were hunting flooded corn and it was snowing. Like that is the most magical fucking day that you can imagine for duck hunters. And then we shot a double band award in South Dakota. Like People got to understand, we don't shoot banded ducks here in South Dakota. No, not really. The, I mean, the yeah, next one no, was not as this many year. as other states do. No, and the, the next one was this year that I shot. Yeah. Or sorry, last yeah. year, whatever. And that but was, I will say in the last three, four years, we have been starting to see a lot more like goose bands, like our yep. group specifically, I guess. And I, I, I don't know. It's 
I don't know if they're banding more around us or what the hell the deal is, but I guess I can't really say that either because most of our bands are from like North Dakota or didn't we shoot one from like Wyoming or Montana or something like that? Uh, you know, it's my mind, my mind is a blur when it comes to that stuff, but I do remember that um, the bands that we sh- there was two bands on the Kevin and James and whatever hunt, you know, when Kevin had to leave early. Yeah, yeah. Those two bands that we shot, they were both from North Dakota, and they weren't. They were in spitting distance of the bands that me and Nick shot on our hunt or whatever, like where they were banded. You know, granted, we were in North Dakota too, or we were in North Dakota when we shot those birds, but like in spitting distance yeah. of where they were banded was pretty cool. Yeah, and the it's weird because we shot those before the three that we shot that were all banded at Lake Preston yes. here in South Dakota. Yeah. Isn't that weird how that works sometimes? It is- it I is find really what I like most about those bands is like knowing and seeing how old they are and where they're coming from. That shit's so cool to me. And like so interesting. Like, it, like your duck all the way in South Dakota from Pennsylvania. Yeah. What in the fuck was that duck doing? <laughs> you know Dude, that hunt. Uh, we we gotta keep on this whole band thing, and then we'll get to that hunt. But uh, like the hunt of the pasture. You know the double band. That, that quill was double banded, right? Uh, yes. no. Yes, it was. was. It? Yeah. Here, let me pull it up. I mean, it won't I take... don't think so. I think we got three birds that all each had just one single leg band. Are you sure? And even then, one was in the, yeah, and then the one was the quill. But even then, that's still badass, man. We don't see that shit much. So it's cool to get excited about it for us because, I mean, we just don't see it much. Yeah, and and I, I dude, I shot like shit through that group. And and I was having band luck of like drawing, you know, and then it was, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess it, it, I guess it was only banded once. Gosh, dang it. Yeah. I don't know why I thought said double band, but has, has Dan gotten that back from the taxidermy yet or is, is he still No, working? he won't see his back until, well, right around the same time I'll see mine. Fuck, you have Next. like three birds, don't you? Two. Two. I got a, I got a cackler and then a spec that I shot last fall here in South Dakota. Yeah, and that lesser that you got from Kansas. I mean, we were sitting there waiting for the perfect one to pick, and I think I have a picture of you holding it, but I can't remember if I do or not. That one, the one that I got mounted was a cackler. It wasn't a lesser. Oh, it was? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, we we only shot, like, three cacklers that whole trip. Dude, that trip and was... that one that I ended up mounting was when it was just me, you, and Red out there in the field. I'll never forget that where it's like we told them they're like we left the left the blinds and the decoys and everything out in this field and they're like hey we're gonna go scout and if you guys want to go hunt it and sit in there uh, it's all yours and we're like ah, we'll think about it maybe we'll come with you guys you know because we we just didn't want to be that selfish and then <laughs> then like last minute we're like we're like we're gonna go out there they're like all right. We go out there and we didn't think nothing. You had your own A-frame, Red had his own A-frame, and then I had my own A-frame. And we're just all goofing off and we're like, the wind was out the wrong way for the decoys. I mean, we didn't fucking care. No, we didn't. It was the complete wrong way. We're like, fuck it, whatever. And then these swarms, because they they tried their damnest to get us on, you know, Graham ambush, and it's just like, Mm -hmm. and then... You know, it was the first like actual spin that we had, and we seen the fucking lessers common lessers cacklers, whatever you want to call them. And me and you were looking at each other, I and Red were like, "Holy fuck, it's happening right now!" And then they started just started fluttering, 
And it was like, me and you were like, should we call the shot? Should we call the shot? We, we felt like it was our first fucking hunt trying to call the shot. Yeah, it was weird. It was so weird. And then when we called. Well, it was just, and, that, and it's just because I think we were all spread apart where it's like, yeah. well, do we all have a good, like, because I know I had a good shot. I was right underneath them. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know how. I you was the farthest away from them. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I still let three go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now if i hit something i don't know but i let three fucking go but that's for sure yeah i know i let three and then i hurried up loaded two more in there and let them fuckers off too <laughs> that, was, that was cool man that was that, that was different it was such so different like for me like scouting up here we're so lucky because it's oh. wide open we don't got to worry about hills there you had to worry about the trees and you couldn't see very far trees so there, I would be then suburb heart attack going out scout yeah yeah that too like trying to figure out okay am i in city limits or am i not in city limits you know here we are driving 40 you know, minutes i think the clo- closest the closest hunt we've ever had to mitchell was like five minutes and we should shot geese out of that field three different times which one was that right west of mitchell straight west of mitchell five minutes oh one time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay yeah Yeah. and there's always geese right there yeah exactly like there's a bunch of geese there right now and uh i shouldn't say bunch of geese there's like four or five pairs over there with a bunch of babies is there? See, I was just yeah. talking to Graham. We, I, maybe that's what we should do. We should go golfing and and, and make our roundabouts around, try to find our goslings and stuff like that. Just just see where I feel like a lot of our ponds and stuff like that have probably arose a lot better now this year. Oh, by far. Shit, I even got a, you know, that little pond in my apartment parking uh-huh. lot. Uh-huh. There's a pair in there with babies. Really? The goslings yeah, are coming that's... about, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There are shit. On my way to Kimball's to Dan's, I was taking uh, old 16 all the way to Kimball. Okay, cool. Back highway goes through Plank, Mount yep. Burn, and White Lake. And in between White Lake and Kimball, I believe it was, there's a golf course over there. But anyways, there was probably, I ain't shitting you. I, I had to stop and actually look through my binoculars. There was like 25 pairs of geese out there, and they all had babies. Which was weird because I didn't think they would there be that many pairs in one constricted area. But I mean, it was probably a two, three hundred yard pond. You know, it was a decent sized pond, but there were so many pairs and there were babies. It was I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those deals where it's like once you see those, it's like you kind of got to keep it on the backboard, you know? Yeah, and like I know exactly where it is, but I'm sure a million people are going to see it, but. I don't know. I didn't think like they would have, I was shocked. I didn't think they would like that many different pairs would be in that constricted of an area. You know what I mean? Right. Have you went North? Oh, into our normal stopping grounds? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. No, not yet. I'm gonna one of these nights. So I feel like, I feel like we should do that together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We'll go take a drive and, see what we got going see what we got going see what's i'm ready around. to get the grind going again yeah. start scouting that's my favorite part is scouting i just i don't know shit's fun shit is fun shit is a fucking blast too that's for sure yeah 
I don't know. There's something special about like, and people get there, get kind of like flustered with me. Like you don't like ducks. And it's like, I'm glad like me and you are kind of like on the same basis about ducks. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. we care about ducks, but at the same time where it's like, dude, geese is like there. Like it's, it's yeah, a heart. Like if I'm going to, like, I like killing, shooting ducks. Like one or two times a year, I'd like to go out and shoot, shoot some ducks. But, we just... but if I had the choice between a goose field and a duck field, like I'm going to pick the geese yes. one, every time. Absolutely. Just because it's so much fun. I mean, they're both fun, so I shouldn't say that, but goddamn, uh, geese, like I've said, and you've said, geese have my heart, you know? And we just, we just don't have the duck numbers that we used to either. Like we, like speaking back to when we did the flooded cornfield hunts, like we had water, we had stopping points for these ducks. And I really feel like they just migrate through us. And it's going to take years before we start like gathering these migrations of ducks where they stop then, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, we are in an area that normally shouldn't have, like, a lot of water. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, we got the stock dams and, you know, we got some, some, like, public land around Mitchell. But we aren't, like, a Brookings area or a Watertown area or a Webster area that's just got, like, a shitload of big lakes around. We got Lake Mitchell, but the the geese... It seems like the don't geese don't ever it. use it, and I'm like the greenheads, like diver ducks will be on that fucker all the time. But I haven't seen, you know, dabbling ducks or anything like that in there. Why is it that, you know, you go to separate towns, like for instance, like when we're down in Kansas, like or whatever, we just see shit stacks of whatever in these bigger lakes or any fucking different town. But our town of Lake Mitchell, we we just don't see mass murders of stopping points like it just lake mitchell is not a stopping point for them and i think it's just because of that town like we don't have town geese around our area and that's the other thing that sucks as soon as stuff freezes up it's game over for us we don't have a river system next to them or next to us and we always say we're going to go to springfield we always say we're going to go to yankton we always say we're going to go to um um, here but it's like we never do it because it's like it's a two-hour drive anywhere and then it's like you your Friday two hour drive. You don't even have time to scout. You scout on Saturday, and then you gambling that you get permission on something, and then you're not even hunting on Sunday. And it's like you just spent all this money for nothing. And it, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are like, "Well, shit, you sit there and tell us that you're you're doing it all for the hunt, or it's not all about the killing." It's like, "Well, fuck, if I can't even get in the field, I'm not even hunting." You know, that's the thing. Right. Exactly. Just getting in the field. I don't care. I just want to be able to set up, you know, yeah, and get I'm not ready, s- you know, have a chance, but like not, you know, and it's just one of them things where you probably just got to go and get your name out there to these farmers, let them get, no- get to know you. That's and maybe true. later down the road you do, but yeah, I mean, if you're going to pick a weekend or even like a, you take Friday off Saturday, Sunday, even like going up to Webster in that sense is kind of hard because you don't know if you're going to be killing ducks and geese. You just go to go. But that's a lot funner. You know, that's a lot more fun because we love that area for what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that is true. And if you don't kill geese or you can't get on geese, there's coyotes, there's ice fishing, there's... (laughs) It's just just endless yeah. things to do Hop there. Hop the boat quick and go fishing or whatever the hell you're doing. That, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll never forget that that hunt where we were like, 
fuck, we're going to blow this roost and maybe the Ducks and Geese figure us out. The Ducks did not figure us out. They just kept fluttering and fluttering and fluttering. <laughs> Which one was that? Me, you, and when Drew, or when Red shot that fucking hen mallard at like five fucking yards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. And we were there for three days, scouted yeah. one, and... Well, we scouted all days, but it was one day of scouting, three days of hunting, and damn, you shot a quill, like, fucking, or, or sorry, a quail, or, Jesus, what was grouse, it? A grouse. Two grouse. Yeah. Decoin them. <laughs> decoin them. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> they were, they decoyed, like, what sucked is, is that I was the far right, which I always, like, me and you always kind of set up, like, you're the far left, I'm the far right, just because... We're kind of like the cleanup crew. Now, my, my shot has gotten like way better, and it, it's so hard for me to like kind of put myself on that standard. But I know you can back that up. Where it's like, but we just communicate so much well, more well together, and people get kind of butthurt. It's just not. It's not that we want the ends. It's just that it's gonna make the hunt more smooth, you know. But when yeah. I seen you on the far left and that <laughs> that bird started coming, I'm like, yeah, it's not gonna get three guns past them. <laughs> no, it wasn't gonna get one shot past us. <laughs> no, just no. And I said I was going to bring this back up, just like that white goose. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never fucking forget that. That white goose coming in, back, left shoulder, and we're all, like, I mean, all six of us, I think it was, wasn't it? Six or five people, whatever. Six of us, yeah. Yeah, six of us. And I'm like, and I'm far right again, and I see this white goose coming in with, like, five other Canada geese. And we're not going to get into the speculations if it is an albino goose or not. <laughs> it's an albino <laughs> goose. No, <laughs> It's my fucking goose, and it's an albino goose, and I'm sticking to it, goddammit. Exactly, motherfuckers, back <laughs> off. Anyways, you know, it's I'm, definitely a farm goose. It definitely it. was a farm goose, yeah. It makes the story better. Yeah, it does. And <laughs> and that thing starts trickling in, trickling in, and the only thing that fell was that white goose. I'll never forget Jared. Jared. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, why aren't you screaming? I was like, dude, I don't know what to say. We just shot, we just shot forty five Canada's. We shot two blue geese, two two blue snows. We shot almost like eighteen ducks. We shot a banded duck. At this point, we did not know it was from Pennsylvania, and then we shot at the point we thought it was an albino goose. And dude, I regret. No, I don't regret. And that's the point where I figured out like I have a I had a lot of friends in the hunting industry at that point. And as soon as I put on their farm, or sorry, this is a bino goose, my phone blew up in the most like Jurassic negative way. They're like, that's a farm goose, that's a farm goose, that's a farm goose. And I'm like, bro, I just shot, we just, as a group, we just shot 45 dead fucking geese, ducks, banded duck, two fucking snow geese in October, November. And then, and then. Yeah. First week October. First week October. And then we shot a white goose. Like, yeah, I'm going to call it a bino goose because that's what I fucking think it is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're hyped up. Dude, <laughs> dude, I'll never forget. We we set up on that field and, you know, there was some correlations of some stuff going on anyways about this guy that wanted to hunt on the permission that James had, blah, 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 blah. And we're like... There's some pickup headlights, and the only place he's going is a dead-end road, which is our road. There's only one thing that he's doing, and what's he do? He sets up on the fucking roost. On the like, fucking roost. Well, there was two roosts, remember? So then they blow that yeah, roost. Yeah, the main roost. Yeah, he blows the main them. Roost. 
roost. Yeah, he blows the main roost, and just we hear everything. We're like, well, we're fucked. I, I was pissed, and whatever. And you and Drew, or you and uh, James, I think, and Jared had their composure pretty set. And then another set of pickup headlights started coming. And then they set up on the other roost. And that's when I was really like, all right, let's pack this fucking thing up. And little do we know, like, we were hunting till 11 that day, too. Because we, yeah. we shot the white goose at, like, fuck, 11.30, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's them fuckers, your brother and James, they get all wound up and, oh, this is going to turn to shit and let's get the hell out of here. It's like, dude, shut up. Yeah, we got four spreads set around us. One just blew the roost. We got geese flying over us at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we but did. we are on the X. And we all knew it was going to be cloudy and windy and half-assed kind of like drizzle, but we knew it was going to be good. But everybody was just stressing out for nothing. (laughs) But those birds were weary as fuck, though. Like they were. There was a lot. They were. There there was a lot of groups where they just didn't want to come in, but they like they shouldered us. Yeah, we had to work them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Dude, yeah, I, we still made them pay. Dude, I made those geese pay. I was tripling up and doubling up that day. Like, I was. Yeah. Like, there was a lot on my side where I just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I was too. It was a good time. I'm not ashamed to say it because it was the first group of ducks. This is when the this is when the banded duck was shot. Is this is the first duck or, geese, or first ducks that landed in a whole hundred K. This is probably not the right way to do it, but I, I don't know if this is wrong, whatever. You can shoot me, fame me, whatever you want to do. And there was like a hundred, not a hundred ducks that I could see blatantly, but I could see several fucking heads of yeah, ducks. Yeah, I was heads. sticking my head up out of the blind and I look over. I'm on the opposite side and there's just green heads galore. And I'm like, like <sighs> the closest one was like 10 foot away from you and there was just hundreds of and I was just like, well, I'm just going to lay my fucking beat about right with all their heads. <laughs> and, and I think I've seen more birds drop than I've ever seen in my fucking life, dude. And I, yeah. we were still picking. Yeah. We picked up every bird, but we'd go to pick up a goose and we'd bring back a fucking other hen. And we're like, at that point, like the second hen that we brought back, we're like, we're done. We're done shooting, shooting ducks because we're like, there is stragglers out there that we don't know about. And let's do this right. But we, we had six guys. So it's like the straggler we walked the field up and down. Like we did everything yeah. right. But that, that's why we only shot what, that's why we only shot like 14 ducks out of the six. 18, yeah. 17, 18 ducks. It's something like that. Yeah. We didn't. But yeah. And we, we had chances to shoot other ducks, but we were just like, okay, like we just need to really touch our base here, you know, like really yeah. out of In that one shot. In case there shot. was one that might have drifted off by the pickup for one or two, you know, yep. just fuck it. We don't need to kill. We don't. <laughs> we don't need all of our bags. And we didn't fill our, our Canada goose limit because number after we shot the white goose, um, James was like, get down, there's more. I'm like, dude, this hunt is over. <laughs> it's over, yeah. dude. We have, yeah. this is like... Bucket list, like anything that you could ever dream about hunting, it fucking happened. Yeah. Yeah. Another time, it's just like, fuck, do we really want to ki- clean this many birds? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ended up I ended up gifting a lot of my birds away. You ended up, what did you end up doing with all yours? And uh, Me and Big James, I think James has got it all, but we uh, turned it all into sticks. You did. You ended up turning it into sticks, huh? Yeah. 
this here it's gonna be nice because trevor now that he's got that locker here in mitchell will after nice. we get done you know after we get done hunting just go to the locker quick clean our birds and grind up all the meat and you know after every weekend we can go there and make sticks right away jerky and have it for scouting or take some to your fucking boss or whatever bring it to work you know yep do you know that it'll be nice do you know that process goose is still a part of your possession limit yeah yep i did not know that man that's mm-hmm. just a food of thought i guess and i should i should have known that about of all things but i got to the point where i i, I was like right there next to my possession limit and i was like I did the old Snapchat thing. I'm like, hey, I'm gifting some some goose meat away. And I was like, this ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. And I had to decline, motherfuckers. I had to decline. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, I, I'm sorry. I, I just, I just, I already filled it out. Yeah. Yeah. I made a couple crockpot dinners out of mine. Barbecue sauce. And okay. Some brown yeah. sugar. And you learned like from James? pork almost. Yeah. And in Dan, it's so good. Dude. And it is so basic and sounds like disgusting, but it's actually amazing. Do you marinate your goose like when you cook it or do you just like throw in the crock pot and rock with it? Uh, depends. Like if like my dad's jerky he makes, like, oh. yeah, we'll, we'll soak that shit's bomb. Yeah. Well, we'll soak that for like. 48 hours that is like some of the best jerk you've ever had because it was it it's literally, just so tender so tender so good and it looks like raw goose meat but it's not mm-hmm. it literally no. looks like you're eating raw goose meat not like straight like red and all that shit but it, like, it literally looks like raw goose meat and you're like god this don't look good and then you take a bite and you're like dude bro give me the whole fucking bag like give me the whole right. fucking bag yeah i remember i brought two one pound or one gallon baggies to work one day and we started at six at the time those two bags of jerky and i mean they were plum full like plum full yeah those two bags of jerky didn't last till nine o'clock that morning which they is, were gone yeah they're, they're amazing but I, I and we need to get your dad like i'll pay your fucking dad like yeah yeah, he's got amazing. a couple bags in his freezer that I gifted him, and well, he not really gifted, I guess. Gave him to make me some of that, but well, he hasn't got, quite got around to it. <laughs> My dad always hates it when goose season comes around because he's like, "What are you doing with all that goose meat in the freezer?" And I'm like, "Who? I'm gonna get it figured out." I feel bad because we were gonna number one. That was well, number one because we we didn't know, like we did not know where we were gonna shoot that many geese. Like we got yeah. to our possession limit, and it was like. Holy shit. Dude, we need to make some shit or figure something out yeah. right now. Like right and now. And I remember eating as much goose as I possibly could, you know, <laughs> before I absolutely got sick of it. What gets weird about South Dakota though is, is that you've got you know, you you've got your you got your August and September management, okay? And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the fifteen bird limit is still there this this year. I think there's an August management because on the maps it said August management. I'll have to check it again. But I hope so, but I didn't know if they would or not after all that bird flu shit went around. Yeah, that's true, I too. was kind of worried there for a second, but I hope so. I mean, we got, dude, last year we had so many geese around. It was, I don't know, and if it stays like the weather it is now, cold. I mean, we're in June, and I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now, you know? I that's don't true. really need to, but it's like it hasn't been brutally like, warm this time last year was in the hundreds already you yeah. know yeah, the weather so, is so weird 
but it's like benefactor to us but like farmers are really hating it you know they're getting these yeah. very cloudy and, I mean, and everything but yeah and then in the fall dude it was even cold then because we were seeing specs the third week in september we have and that's early early for us and see that's another thing another bird that has like came through our flyway that is starting to generate i feel like we're trying to like we've gotten no ducks but we're starting to get specs, and I'll take that trade off fucking 10 days out of fucking 12, dude. <laughs> yeah, by far. Those things are so much fun, and they're, we, we decoyed them so many times this last <sighs> season, and it's so much fun. They're cool, little bastards. They are, and and I got a spec call from coming from Scott, so I'm going to try to rip on that thing off season yeah. and try to get it down, dude. Hey, you're going to have to start getting the fucking goose call down fucking hardcore because you know where I'm going to be on the backside of the blinds because I ain't shooting this year. I ain't shooting this year. You already know me. (laughs) Yeah, I have. I don't know. Last year was probably my first year of actually calling, calling. And I've been practicing quite a bit. I don't know. I think I, you know, there's only a certain few notes I've noticed that you. Yeah, I don't know. In and, my experience of yeah. doing it, and, really, and I get really, all really and I get all crazy with it, and it and it, and, mm-hmm. it, and I just, and it works, but it I need to learn how to do that. I'm just saying I know, like I can do certain few things that will kill geese. Fuck, I you guess. guys shot what was it the day that I was out or the weekend that I was out scouting for the the out of state boys hunt or whatever that's an annual hunt now. That weekend, you guys shot what was it? How many geese? You Dan, you Dan and Jared and James. Out, out we the... shot 50 yeah like fuck dude yeah fuck if you can shoot 50 we can shoot fucking li- limits each day like yeah, right exactly like it, it doesn't matter i okay I, f- I really feel like we're granted enough where it's like the geese around us i really feel like they're a lot dumber than a lot of other geese well, would you yeah, not we, say we're getting a lot of them first i mean we're shooting local geese so but even the Towards the end of the season, we're starting to see the more uh, hunted birds or whatever. You know, even then, we were still shooting them. But, yeah, beginning September, it really makes a guy feel good. But you're really shooting fucking <laughs> dumbass geese. So. You really are. You really, Yeah. We do have a lot of local geese. We really do. Mm-hmm. And we in South Dakota is pretty lucky for that. So. Absolutely. And I... And, now they get they got rid of the lottery for non-residents, so now every person has to every person that applies has to get the license. It's not a group thing anymore. Really, Ooh. So it's even getting worse. And I just looked through it because a, a a buddy of mine from down south, he was like, I was reading off the numbers, and it's like it's like two fifty license for this unit, seventy five, twenty five, seventy five, two fifty. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Granted. It's amazing. So now there's going to be, now it's unlimited? No, 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 no. It's a certain amount of tags released in certain units. And there's no okay. more. Okay. And there's no more lottery. Gotcha, so before gotcha. it was, before it was a lottery. So if you went in for a yeah. group and say 10 of us, me, you, Dan, Kevin, Drew, whatever, went in as a group. If Dan got his and we're all in the same group. All, all, we all got it. We all got it. Okay. Yeah, now same thing with kind of like deer hunting. Yep, and now it's each individual person has to get drawn for the non-resident waterfowl license. Damn. Well, that sucks for like guys, you know, and like friends yeah. and shit to come up. But it's like at the same point in time, 
hate saying this, but it's all right. Keep them out. Not like our right. buddies, but it, like it just randoms, you know, you know what? And it's, I may sound conceited and sound like a jackass for saying this, but you everybody, are no, I'm just kidding. Every, everybody that like guys down in Texas don't want to see motherfuckers from South Dakota down there trying to get on their fields. Right. Right. You know, and see, so, we're we're a very blessed state for that. Our our state has not turned into a commercialized state either. Like, right. not tons of outfitters. We're not fighting outfitters. We've we fought one outfitter this year. Not even fought. Like they just yeah. where they they were in the area, and yeah, it kind of disturbed us. But we're like, you know, they, they're here and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those deals where it's like one outfitter, and then like. You know, when the boys came from Oklahoma and Missouri and they heard me on the phone with farmers and they're like, holy fuck, dude, do you have it? And that's like over the times of even talking to this podcast and everything, it's just like motherfuckers have to pay for damn day leases. And I really think like we should like if we I'm going to start asking like, dude, if we can't get on stuff like I need content and it's going to turn into that and i hate that <laughs> you're going to have to roll with me but i feel like i'm going to be like dude let's throw money into it and i feel like if we if we get the group of guys you know it's like dude throw 20 bucks in or you can't come hunt you know we don't have anything else but we're going to try to push this guy for you know 20 bucks a person but then again what is a daily run normally or it's like 50 bucks a gun know. is it is yeah, it, it is it's like 50 bucks a gun yeah hmm that doesn't seem like that much. It doesn't, and I really feel like, but see, here we're playing devil's advocate because if we start giving money to our farmers around here, word is going to spread, and we might be hurting ourselves, you know? Yeah. Where it's like yeah. the nice farmers are like... I like what like, we're doing, just, you know, going and talking to them, getting a relationship with them, stop by, drop off box or a bottle of whiskey or some fish. and Uh-huh. Fish is you know, fucking tell them king. how much you appreciate it. Fish is king. Fish is worth more than fucking money to them farmers around here. Because they love walleye, but they don't have time to go catch they them. Still have time. Yeah, don't have the time to go do it. Yeah. I'm ready for this year, huh? You? Oh, man. I am more than ready. We, we Dude, I hope that it sucks because if August management comes around, I got my game fair booth, so I'll be gone for those two weekends in a row. So I'll be seeing videos of you just plastering them, and then I'm like, fuck, bro. Quit sending me snaps. No, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be sending the snaps. I don't know. I might come the first weekend with you. I know we talked about it earlier. Yeah, yeah. You're more than I'm welcome to, to see. You're more than we'll welcome to come around the booth. Once it gets closer, absolutely. I took the. Date. I would like to come up and see, check that out. I've never been. I've heard a lot about Game Fair. I'd like to go check it out. I've never been there, and I'm gonna have a booth so. there. How it makes sense, I couldn't fucking tell you. <laughs> Sounds like a. It's going to be fun, I think, for you. You'll like it. Oh, I'll enjoy the hell out of it. How I got a booth there, I, I don't know. And, I mean, who cares how I got it? It's happening now, you know? It's one of them fucking deals. And fuck, I had to pay yeah. out the ass for it, though. How much do you uh, get charged for that? I think it's like eight fifty for the 10 by 10 for the two weekends. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, dude, it ain't Jeez. fucking cheap. Yeah. And then it's an extra 90 or $85 for electricity, and I'm going to have to do that because I'm going to be doing podcasts there. Damn, you're going to be dropping a G-spot on the fucking... Oh, dude, yeah. And I'm just going there and I'm not even including gas in a hotel. And... No, luckily I have Parker, and Parker's family has a house up over there, so we're just going to stay up there. So, And if you come up, you can 
crash up over there too. So he's got the deer camp there. Oh. Remember the picture of the oh yeah, yeah the deer yeah. stand? Yeah, dude, that place is badass. So yeah, no, you come up there, you won't have to pay for anything. So maybe basically, if you choose to come up, you could meet me in Sioux Falls. Ah, fuck, no, you wouldn't be able to unless you took that Thursday and Friday off because I'm leaving. I'm leaving Wednesday night each each weekend to just like get settled in, ready to rock and roll type shit, you know. Right. But if you drive up, you're more than welcome to stay wherever I am. Like there's going to be a bed or a couch or something for you. So, yeah. All right. Dope. Yeah. I might come check it out. We'll have to see once it gets closer what exactly I got going on. But I'd like to come check out Game Fair for a weekend for sure. There always is Squad Fest too. I got a. Got a hotel there. You're more than welcome to that come with. That one's in June, July, July. June, I think. Let me check real quick. Couple weeks, huh? Yeah, it's it's it, dude. It's it's on the fucking back burner here coming up. June, or yeah, wait, no, no, July fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth. That one's gonna be fun. In about a month. Here. Yeah, in about a little little here at the end of this Friday will be exactly a month. So, well, man. Oh, yeah. What about the hundredth episode? You think we you think we we creamed it and killed it or what? Always, man. Yeah, always, man. Fuck hey, we, we gotta we gotta hang out. <laughs> For sure, man. Oh shit, uh, we tried. You're too cool nowadays. <laughs> you know Big I mean? industry guy nowadays. Big industry guy nowadays. Too cool for my best friend. Yeah. Way too cool. Well, Drew. When I ever quit being too cool for you, I'll come over to Mitchell, okay? Yeah, sounds like a plan to me. All right, hey, thanks sounds for... Sounds like a plan to me. We'll go golfing or we'll We're go cruise golfing. the countryside and drink fucking 30 rack and <laughs> call, call it a night. Go golfing first, though. We have to go golfing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we'll drink a... 16 pack out there and then a 30 rack out on the out on the drive <laughs> out on the drive sounds like a plan my man plans like a plan right. hey thanks so much for jumping on here folks this is the 100th episode with the one and only drew mckaiser okay true drew mckaiser <laughs> you're an idiot i know i know <laughs> give him a peace out you know give him a peace out drew check you guys later this is the Goose Gossip Podcast. <laughs> Check you later. Check ya. <laughs>